The top stories from across the New York Tri-State. From the WCBS 880 Newsroom, this is the All Local. We're enjoying the sunny skies and the uh, nice conditions, and it's going to be clear overnight. Uh, getting a little cooler, though, a low 50 in the city, mid-40s in the outlying areas. Tomorrow, another nice day with a bit of a breeze and a high of 69, again, with sunny skies. Businesses that count on Suffolk County as one of their clients have been waiting more than a month to get paid by the county because of that cyber attack last month that knocked all the county's computer systems offline. Our Sophia Hall is in Huntington Station, where she spoke with the owner of a daycare center that's now struggling to stay open. Fahad Khan had this reaction when I asked him about getting paid by Suffolk County. Oh my God. Khan owns the Learning Cottage Daycare Center here in Huntington Station. He just opened in February and is paid by the county to help care for underprivileged children. Right now, he has not gotten paid because of the cyber hack. They owe him $33,000, he says. If you go to a bank and you tell the bank, oh, I can't pay you for 45, 50 days, usually the bank will assess you interest. Us as vendors, they aren't talking about us receiving interest. I have a bunch of credit cards. That's what I'm trying to get by on. But after carrying it for a month of interest, we're talking about, you know, 17% APR. And there was no timeline as to when he will get the money. Altogether, the county controller says the county owes vendors $140 million. I have about eight to nine staff that rely on a paycheck. And then on top of that, we have about 20 parents in total that rely on our entire center to be open. Suffolk County Executive Steve Ballone's spokesperson tells me $40 million has already been paid to vendors and they are working to ensure future payments are made safely and and securely. In Suffolk County, Sophia Hall, WCBS News Radio 880. The Connecticut Medical Examiner's Office says the two Bristol police officers who were killed in an ambush both died from multiple gunshots to their heads and torsos. The Chief Medical Examiner's Office released the findings today just two days after Sergeant Dustin DeMonte and Officer Alex Hamsey were gunned down. A third officer, Alex Ayurado, was also shot but survived. The suspected shooter, Nicholas Britcher, was shot dead at the scene. Britcher's brother also was shot. Uh, his condition has not been released. It's still unclear who shot the Britcher brothers. Police have arrested the man they say trapped a woman in a full-body subway turnstile at the 63rd Avenue station in Rigo Park this week and then stole her wallet. 61-year-old Renee Castellanos of Queens has been charged with grand larceny. Cops made the arrest just hours after releasing surveillance video showing the 26-year-old woman struggling to escape the turnstile for at least a minute as the man held the steel bars. She was not hurt. Mayor Eric Adams has released his tax returns after months of telling reporters he would only release tax information. Here's WCBS's Mac Rosenberg. Tax returns from politicians are about transparency and accountability and sometimes clearing up controversy. He's attempting to address specific concerns about his truthfulness and uh, whether or not he had reported rental income and ownership of uh this apartment in Brooklyn. John Caney with the good government group Reinvent Albany notes the questions surrounding that apartment during the campaign. Did he own it? Did he live there? The tax returns released Friday show the mayor declared taxable income on the rent from the building. Mayor's total 2021 salary was $231,977. Caney hopes that more questions can be answered, like what is the mayor reported to the conflict of interest board? He says the board has limits. The conflict of interest board uh, serves as as a counselor advisor to 
the mayor and other elected officials and and commissioners rather than as a you know a cop that that busts them for stuff. In Lower Manhattan, Mac Rosenberg, WCBS News Radio, 880. And the Weather Center taking over now is meteorologist Danielle Niddle. You are the bearer of some good news this afternoon. I am, uh, Michael. Definitely a lot better forecast here to talk about versus uh, 24 hours ago as we've been looking at lots of sunshine here this afternoon. And staying clear for tonight, it is going to be a bit cooler for the overnight hours as we go down to close to 50 degrees for the city, mid-40s for the Hudson Valley and northwest Jersey. Tomorrow, a great start to our weekend, mostly sunny, breezy and mild for the afternoon. We'll go up to a high of 69 degrees. Tomorrow night, clear to partly cloudy with a low of 53. And we'll stay pleasantly warm as we work our way into Sunday with sun sunshine mixed with some clouds. Sunday's high, 66 degrees. Right now we have 67 degrees in Patterson at 68 in Ozone Park, 66 degrees in Midtown. We'll go down tonight to a low of 50 degrees. Stay informed. Stay connected. Subscribe to the WCBS 880 All Local at WCBS880.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.